You're listening to Maven Lee's Women, Work, and Worth podcast, where we have honest conversations about work and life so you can take your career to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women, Work, and Worth podcast. My name is Kate Grimion, and welcome to the new year with Talia here as well. Hi, everyone. We are going to talk about a few things. I know in our last episode, we like big time left you hanging with, ooh, there's all this exciting stuff we're going to share with you that we've been working on, and we're taking three months off to work on it, and all of that is true. And we're going to share about that today, but we are going to make you wait a little bit longer and talk about some other stuff that's really important to us in the new year and hopefully valuable to you. And then we will get to all of the exciting announcements at the end of the episode. So many cliffhangers. I know. I'm not usually one to tease, but it's just, you're feeling like it's worth the buildup. <laughs> it is worth the buildup. I'm feeling like a teaser. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I'm feeling like a teaser and totally worth it. And I think the episode today is going to do a good job of framing what we're talking about. And obviously, as you saw by the title of this podcast, it is all about being clear on prioritizing you and setting expectations. And that has a lot to do with what we are going to be talking about at the end of the episode. Buckle up, folks. And if you follow us on Instagram, you already know. So buzzkill spoiler alert. (laughs) But we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on 2019 and we're going to focus on talking about priorities. So Talia, what is a priority? Great question, Kate. A priority (laughs) is like very simply put something that's important to you, right? Like not that revolutionary of a way to define a priority, but priorities are different than goals. And that's kind of a distinction we want to make here because priorities are kind of these big picture North stars, if you will, that guide your decisions that kind of provide a context for what your goals become without a clear sense of what your priorities are. It's easy to say yes to everything. It's hard to say no to things because you don't know what they what they're in the service of at the end of the day or what they're getting you closer to. And one of our favorite quotes, we posted this on Instagram forever ago, but it says, if you have more than three priorities, then you don't have any. And I think that's a really good way to be thinking about priorities versus goals and what you want to be focusing on in 2019, because priorities, like Talia said, are these kind of umbrella topics that you want to act in the service of. So this year I'm prioritizing health. This year I'm prioritizing work. This year I'm prioritizing family. This year I'm prioritizing friends. It's really hard to prioritize all of those things. In fact, Gary Vee is pretty famous for saying I don't have friends because I have other priorities. And it sounds like kind of jarring and shocking to say, but I think it's totally fine to have seasons of life or years of life where you say some of the other stuff is going to be put in the back seat and other stuff is going to come forward. In fact, I was just sharing about this with a friend, this idea that, you know, it's not hustle all the time. It's not relax all the time. It's not having a good balance of all of those. It's having seasons of these things. And so really, I think it's so helpful to go into a new year and think about what's the priority here and what season of life does this need to be and in what season of life can this be in service of? And so that's really what we're talking about. It's not about making a laundry list of all the things you want to change. It's not making a laundry list of all the ways you could be better. It's saying, 
if I spent this year focusing on one to two things, what would I be most happy about this time next year that I focused on? And why are they important to me? Yes. That's the question that most people don't get to, right? They'll put something <laughs> on their list or they'll set a goal without really uncovering why or if the why is actually authentic to them. Getting clear on that, asking yourself, we've talked about the five why technique before, ask yourself why five times. Whether it's, you know, if, if it's, again, a priority of like prioritizing work, why is prioritizing work important? If you don't get clear on that, the drive, the motivation when work gets hard is going to dwindle. So it's getting clear, feeling that pull from a place that's internal and not defined by people outside of you. That's where that kind of ultimate drive and focus is going to come from. So what we really suggest is we know most people take this time to set goals. We really suggest taking some time and having the first step be get clear on your priorities, get clear on just what's important to you. Like Talia said, the why behind what's going on, what's important to you. Sometimes our first gut of what to write down isn't our authentic reaction. Like Talia said, it's what we think other people want us to focus on. It's what we think other people think our priorities should be. Give yourself time. In fact, um, we're going to have a podcast coming up this year from an awesome woman. Her name's Mira Lee Patel, and she has two great books on this. One is My Friend Fear and one is Start Where You Are. They're both great guiding books for figuring out what's important to you and figuring out what you really want to focus on and, and what your priorities are. And so I recommend really taking some time and just getting clear on those priorities and doing exactly what Talia said, writing out five whys about why these things are important to you, because then it becomes so much easier to do what we're going to be talking about in this episode, which is setting expectations and setting boundaries in your life so that you can prioritize yourself. It's so much easier to do that when you know what your priorities are. Because if someone comes to you, they really need your help. They really want you to do something with them. They really want you to do something fun. You know, you're able to respond in a strong, confident way, not combatively, but but just with a sense of priority when you know what you want to focus on, which is a total game changer. And, you know, there are a, there are a lot of things that are important to us, right? It's not to say that you can only have three things that are important to you, but what in, in Kate's using Kate's words too, like, what do you want to focus on that's m most important in this specific season? So kind of circling back to that idea, your priorities now will be different a year from now. But it's looking at kind of w the direction you want to head and where you are now, what the gap is between those two places, and figuring out, okay, what needs to be put above the other things for the time being, in a way that's going to close that gap. And so that's really what we want to talk about today is as you're thinking about these priorities, you might be saying, well, this seems really selfish, or I don't think I can do this, or I've already committed to these other things. So how do I prioritize myself? How do I prioritize the things I want to do if I've already been this person for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years? And that's what we want to talk about today. So that first step is exactly what we said. It's getting super clear on what those priorities are. It is impossible to set boundaries and to set goals effectively and set expectations if you do not know what your priorities are. So that's step number one. Step number two is once you've done that, how do we effectively communicate to the people in our lives, our friends, our family, our colleagues, our clients, that these are priorities? Because like Talia said, if we're focusing on this thing in the season of life, it doesn't mean the other things aren't important, but we need to be able to create an environment that allows us to focus on this thing for the time being. 
So if you're focusing on work, it probably is going to entail a conversation with your family and friends to say, hey, I'm starting a business. I am writing a book. I am up for a new promotion and it's going to take more time than it has in the past. Here's what that's going to look like for me. Here's what I'm going to need to say yes to. Here's what I'm going to need to say no to. And I would just so appreciate your support in that. That's a great first step when you're thinking about how can I set these priorities? Don't wait for the moment to arise where things are going to come to a head. Don't wait for that invitation. Don't wait to disappoint someone and then tell them about your priorities. Be proactive. If that's an Instagram post, if that's an email, even better if it's a conversation in person, if it's a phone call, make sure the relevant people in your life know the ones who are going to be impacted by it and the ones that are going to impact you know what you're going to be focusing on, because not only will it help set expectations for them, but they might be able to help. They might be able to um, supplement something that will be beneficial for you focusing on this priority. So it really has this multi, um, you know, multiple purpose or multi benefit when you think about telling other people. It's not just okay; they know that I'm not going to be able to do these things. They might also know someone who can be of assistance to you in. Um, moving towards those priorities. It also serves the function of holding you accountable, right? Once you tell people, you can't not focus on those things because now other people are either asking you about it. And even if they're not, you've at least put it out there and into the world in a way that will make you feel a sense of almost obligation, hopefully in a positive way. But that accountability piece is huge because a lot of times when we don't take action on our goals or priorities, there's really no consequence to it, which is why we kind of stay stuck where we are. But for a lot of people, just telling someone creates that accountability so that you actually have to do something, do the thing you said you were going to do. Um, and the other thing I wanted to add to this was that a lot of times we sit in a place of fear or assumption or um, we we make up in our minds that people will judge us for telling them about our priorities or even for having priority priorities in the first place. So check yourself if you're starting to have certain things come up or fears come up or, well, I don't really want to tell someone this because maybe then they're going to do this or think this about me or whatever. Most of those thoughts are not based in facts. They're just assumptions based in fear, again, based in judgments that you might have about yourself or that you might have about other people. So if you start feeling those thoughts coming up, put them down on paper and just see them outside of your own head. Because as long as those thoughts swim around in your head, you're not going to have the conversation. You're not going to reach out in a way that feels authentic and good. So catch yourself in those thought patterns and challenge them when they do come up because the accountability is key here as is setting the expectations with folks around you to be able to support you in the process of moving forward and, and seeing your priorities through. And how I've seen this realistically play out to Talia's point, one, I find people are usually super respectful and they actually respect you more for setting boundaries and priorities and they find your time and what you're doing more valuable. So it actually usually has the reverse effect. People are really, um, you know, proud of or um, impressed by your ability to manage your time and manage your schedule. Second is it gives other people permission to do the same thing. One thing that was maybe one of the coolest things that's happened with our podcast, whenever we put up that podcast saying that we're taking a quick break, saying that um, we're not going to be posting for three months, we actually got messages back from people thanking us saying, oh my God, I thought because I had 
a weekly podcast. I thought because I had a daily blog, I wasn't allowed to step back. I had already committed to this thing and I couldn't deprioritize it. It wasn't allowed. And so thank you for putting out this episode because now I know that I can step back from seeing you do it effectively. It has given me permission or given me a a framework or a roadmap to be able to do that same thing for myself. Mm -hmm. So you'll find that when you set boundaries with other people, you're actually giving them permission to set boundaries with you. So when you say, actually, I only go to coffee on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if, a, if one of these days works for you, would love to see you. Then they start to think, wait, I can manage my time like that. I can tell people when I'm available. I can work in service of things that I care about. And other people will not only respect that, but be excited about the fact that they can do the same thing. Yeah. This reminds me of a post I just read yesterday by Adam Grant on his Instagram. And it says, Focusing on time management just makes us more aware of how many hours we waste. A better option is attention management. Prioritize the people and projects that matter, and it won't matter how long they take. Love I love that. it. That's amazing. Focused yeah, focused attention. That's all it is. What will you choose to give your attention to? Mm-hmm. Why? And what will that do for you? And I think it's Simon Sinek who says, you know, when you're spending your time in the wrong way, it feels stressful. When you're spending the same amount of time in the right way, it feels passion driven and exciting. And so it's not that doing a ton of things exhaust us or not. They may, if we do it to an extreme degree, but ultimately if you're feeling really worn down by your schedule, think about what your actions are in service of, what priorities are they speaking to? Because maybe it's soul sucking or crushing or feels like you're not managing time well because you're not doing things that are exciting. You know, I talked to um, one of our good friends who went to um, a Tony Robbins event and she was like, Kate, I didn't realize I could stay up for so many hours that I could push my body to that extreme. And if anyone's listening, who's been to a Tony Robbins event, you know that it's um, definitely pushing yourself to the limit. But she was like, at no point did my body even like question that that's what I was going to do because I was so in my element. I was so in my zone. I knew I was there for a reason. And I was prioritizing the thing that I want to be prioritizing, which was self-improvement, self-development. So, you know, going to bed at 2 a.m. and waking up at 7 a.m. was easy because it was in service of my goals and priorities. And I think that that is a distinguishing factor that I love um, in the point that you just made is that what are we focusing our attention on and how does it feed us? How does it serve us well? Yeah. And it really comes down to what matters to you. If it doesn't matter to you, it's not going to feel good. So many people, we did interviews a couple years ago from um, talking to people who said they love their jobs. And every single person said that they loved their job because what they do, they personally felt like what they do day to day matters to somebody or something. Mm -hmm. Without that sense of meaning and purpose, you're going to feel meaningless and purposeless. (laughs) Absolutely. And that really brings us to kind of the next step in this. So if you don't have an opportunity to be proactive, being direct when people do come to you, you know, I think we say like, okay, I'm going to make this big announcement that this is what I'm focusing on. This is what I'm prioritizing. So maybe either people don't hear that or moving on after that, they can't read our minds. They have no idea what we're prioritizing. Being okay with being direct because you're realizing what you're giving up if you don't stay aligned with your priorities. I think that's one thing I've really realized in the past year is when I don't act in service of my priorities, I'm actually risking or losing a lot more than just saying no. 
And so being direct and letting people know, and sometimes either offering other options when they're available or offering up other people who that does align with their priorities can be really beneficial. If you're someone who historically hates saying no, historically hates telling people that you can't do things, then letting them know there are other options. Maybe if they can't work with you directly, there's um, a product you've made that would help suffice or be sufficient. If you can't work with them, maybe there's someone else that can. If you can't go to coffee, maybe there's another friend that's been asking you and they would be a really good fit because they're both prioritizing friendship right now. So thinking about those alternatives, but never being afraid of being direct and letting people know what you need to be successful. Something else to add there too is you know, when thinking about these priorities, this is kind of a reflection exercise to do on your own time, but think about how life will be different when you accomplish those priorities, when you do focus on those things. Dream it up, envision it, sit down, meditate on it, write it down on paper and create that reality to see what could be possible if only you said yes to those things. On the flip side of it, if you're sometimes motivated by... (laughs) the worst case scenario, which some of us are, it's to think about what if nothing changed? What if you didn't take one step towards these priorities in the next year? What would life look like then a year from now? That sense of urgency can also come from seeing the, again, worst case scenario. So whether it's envisioning the best case, how would life look if I said yes? How would life look if I did not move forward on these things at all? What would change? What wouldn't change? whatever else comes to mind, those two, I guess, narratives that you can build out based on those situations and circumstances can also help you create that roadmap and get clear on why the heck this stuff matters to you. Because when you have a myopic view, when you're just going day to day, you're not going to see the big impact. You're not going to see like, okay, if I, you know, go do this instead of focusing on my priority, no big deal. It's just an hour. It's just two hours. And if you don't take time to think about what the compounding effect of that is, then it doesn't feel like you're losing out. It's like, oh, things stay the same and things aren't that bad. So, so they'll be fine day to day. But when you look down the road and think, okay, if I don't actually get to writing that book, if I don't actually start spending time with my kids, if I don't actually reach out to my friends on a regular basis, if I don't actually start working out, eating healthy, treating myself like I'm a priority, what does that look like a year from now? What does that look like five years from now? Another conversation I was having with one of our podcast guests that's going to be on here soon is this idea that we look at other people's success and imagine that it happened instantaneously or imagine that almost that that it came to them naturally or more naturally than things come to us. And we don't take time to think that it's small everyday decisions, small every hour decisions that get people to where they are. And really our habits determine our success and whether our habits feed into our priorities or not. So I think it's so important to do exactly what Talia said, to think, okay, a year from now, what if I don't prioritize this every day? A year from now, what if I do prioritize this every day? Actually do both of those and and, and get really clear on what that looks like because I think it can just be so powerful when you're looking down the road and you don't have this myopic view of your day because decisions seem small. But ultimately, decisions make your day, make your month, make your year, make your life. And so it's really those little decisions that get us to the big things we want to accomplish. And when you're doing these exercises, if you take the time to 
try to focus in on the emotion behind the day in the life you're envisioning because our emotions fuel our actions and behavior. So it's, it's thinking through how will I feel, not just what will life look like, but what specifically, what emotion will I feel on a typical day if I went down this path, the path being saying yes to my priorities, and what will I feel, what emotion will be predominantly felt in my day-to-day if I didn't, those, I guess, like, feel it, feeling that emotion in you will also make it feel a little bit more real versus just a priority that's sitting down on paper because we are driven and fueled by our feelings and our emotions. So targeting how you want to feel and saying, okay, if I want to feel this thing, then I have no, no choice but to do these things. So it creates less, it's almost like it creates less options, which is sometimes very helpful (laughs) because only certain things will help me feel creative, for example. And if that's what I prioritize feeling, then I'm, there are only a a few things out there that are going to help me cultivate that emotion. So leading with that feeling can also be helpful in the context of the conversations. And so when you're leading with that feeling, the next thing you really need is those resources. What are those things that you're going to have in your arsenal when something comes up that you don't want to commit to, or something comes up that doesn't align with your priorities, or you need to have that conversation? What are the things that you have to make sure you can act effectively in the moment? And so I think it's really important, something that Talia and I have begun to do is have canned responses and canned emails. So you don't even have to go to a place where you're justifying your priorities, or you don't have to go to a place where you say, oh, maybe I'll think on it, or let me get back to you. Or um, you you can just automatically respond in the way that you know you want to respond and be confident in that you've written this at a time whenever you were really in the mode of focus of your priorities. And so what we've actually done is in the show notes here, we have some canned email templates for you to download. And one of those canned emails is saying no politely and how to do so in a way that reflects well on your priorities. And so we want you to be able to have these tools like the ones we have now so that when those moments do come up, maybe you're not having that feeling right now. Maybe you're not grounded in that feeling of your priorities. You're just going about your day. It's been a while since you've looked at your priorities and someone asked you to do something and you have this gut check, we want you to have something that you can immediately send back and say, you know what, actually I'm focusing on these things, but here are some alternatives for you. Or, but I I hope that you um, are successful in your endeavor. And to have that already done just takes so much pressure, one, off that immediate situation, but then two, off thinking through that response or how you're going to feel afterwards because it's something that's already set, already in play, and you don't have to continue to mull over it. And you'll see the way the template is laid out too. It's, It's based on kind of a shift in mindset around saying no in a way that's less about saying no and more about saying yes to something else. And so once you take a look through that, we hope that it it also helps you make that shift mentally around ways to make it easier in terms of, again, how it, it just feels no, just, it feels bad to say no sometimes for people, right? But it's, it's a yes to something else. It's getting you closer to something else. So keeping that in mind too can also be helpful in the communication in the day-to-day of the sometimes like guilt or selfishness that comes with these types of life circumstances. So make sure you head to the show notes and you get access to that template because it can be a total game changer for helping you say yes to the right things and uh, pass on the things that are not right for you in terms of your priorities. And speaking of priorities and the things that are right, um, 
after our conference in July, Tali and I really took the rest of the year, to be completely honest, to focus on what the priorities of our company were, what the priorities of Mavenly were. How are we best serving? How are we serving the highest priority of the women we've said we wanted to serve? And that was a really tough conversation for us, right? Because there are so many options. There are so many ways to serve the women that we talk to. There are so many ways to um, give the information that we want to give that we really had to sit back and say, okay, what are our priorities? And not only what are our priorities, but what actions are the most in service or in the highest service of these priorities? And so we really took a lot of time to do that. As you saw, we stopped the podcast for a little bit. We, uh, you know, took significantly less clients uh, in the past six months than we would have because we really wanted to focus on and get that right. And so, the two things we decided we really wanted to focus on and prioritize were the connections of the women that we work with and the getting the right information to as many women as we could through a platform that was going to allow for that. And so we took time to not only think about that, but to think about the ways to do that. And that's actually the very exciting announcement that we have for you now. So we realized after the conference, again, these two things were the clear priorities, the connection of the women that were um, in our audience and and, and kind of following along with Mavenly, and then the information that these women were getting. So at the conference, you got access to a ton of amazing speakers, amazing breakouts, amazing conversations, tools, resources. And so how could we do that and maximize that on a level that we were really proud of? And so what we decided to do is that this year in 2019, we are launching something called the Level Up Club. And we could not be any more excited about this. It truly has been a labor of love for ourselves, for our team. And it just like makes me like have chills every time I start to talk about it because I think it really is, you know, I said this last year on the podcast on our new year, Next Level You podcast, every year we're getting a little closer to exactly what we want to be doing. And so this, I think, is just bringing us even closer to that thing because it really includes all of the elements of um, giving information and sharing information that we wanted. Some people don't know, but the word mavenly actually means to learn something and then to pass it on to others. And that's exactly what we want mavenly to do and to be in service of. So what you're going to get in the Level Up Club, you can subscribe either annually or monthly. So pay a monthly fee or an annual fee. And when you become a member, you get access to monthly masterclasses from experts, just like the ones we had at our conference. So these are experts in law. These are experts in marketing. These are experts in finance. These are experts in systems, processes, sales, all the things that you're thinking about to level up your business. We've got experts to talk on those subjects. We also have a wide variety of tools and resources that Tali and I have created. So we have this awesome course that Tali has created on discovering your strengths. We have worksheets, guidebooks, how we've built our six-figure business, how to transition from an employee to an entrepreneur, how to batch your time, how to reclaim your time, how to show gratitude. There's a ton of resources in there, as well as connecting with the other women that are going to be in that group. So we have ways for you to connect virtually and digitally with those women. And then last but not least, office hours with me and Talia every month. So we'll be popping in there, answering questions, talking to you about your work, about your business, and figuring out ways to get that work to the next level. So it really is the best compilation we've ever had of all the things we really want to do in one place.
Yeah. And so much of that came a from the feedback we got from the conference, but B from again, what, what we feel like serves women best. And, and the three kind of just to reiterate things that we pulled from that was the enjoyment people got from the conversations they had, the connections they made with other women in the room who were in the pursuit of meaningful work and doing things that they love um, and community conversations, connections, community. So the question to us was how do we do more of that for more women in a way that continues to serve them? And we, as Kate said, could not be more excited. Kate has literally not slept for months. <laughs> she has poured so much of her heart and soul into this, you all. And it's so clear in the way that this experience has been created and the people who've been gracious enough to be a part of these master classes you all will get access to. And again, most excitedly for us, it's seeing and facilitating the connections that happen with you all, with each other, whether it's asking for help, offering your own expertise to other women. It's really the, the idea behind like, you know, lift, lifting each other up as we, as we move up and level up in our own lives and work, we can also do it for the women around us and, and feel supported while we're on our own journeys there. So we cannot wait for you all to get access to this and, and to connect with you all and to, to be a part of the work that you all are pursuing or doing and, and wanting to do more of. And so, you know, as we were talking about the Level Up Club and building the Level Up Club, we started to talk again about this in-person event we had, this conference, the Women Working Worth Conference, and how could we optimize that experience? How could we make it the best that it could be, the most impactful it could be? And like Talia said, one of the primary things we heard from those conversations were the connections you had with each other the people you met. I don't know if some of you followed us on Instagram, um, you know, this past week or two weeks ago, but we know personally of 15 women who have started profitable businesses since that time. And that was solely because of the connections they made with other women there. You know, Talia and myself, we were busy running the event, making sure things were going smoothly. You all were helping each other, becoming clients of each other, becoming, um, you know, resources for each other. Um, pairing people with people they needed to know to be able to be um, profitable or work in a way that really worked for yourselves. And so we just realized how valuable the time together with you all was for you all connecting and, and talking. And so that's really what we want the Women Work and Worth event to be this year and, and really even more of a focus on you all connecting. And so we're actually intentionally only allowing early bird tickets to go to Level Up Club members in hopes that you all are learning for the first six months together and getting all this information, getting access to all the same master classes, office hours, tools. And then you're able to come to these events and say, I've already got a ton of information and now I can have these really awesome conversations and connections with the other people who've chosen to be here. And so we're actually intentionally asking everyone who's signing up for early bird tickets, what are you coming to get out of this event? And then what are you going to be able to offer this event? And how can we help optimize this event so you get the most out of it you possibly could and leave with exactly what you want to get. I think that's one of the hardest things about events is we go not really knowing what the outcome is going to be. And we really kind of want to do away with that questioning and say, here's what you're going to get out of it based on exactly what you've told us. And so 
another goal of ours was to think about how we can make this accessible to more women. So hopefully you're shocked in a good way by the price points of a lot of these things, because for us, it's really about maximizing this information. Tally and I thought back to, you know, four or five years ago when we were starting and how every penny, every dollar we spent on our business mattered. And everything we invested in was so valuable and in spending any amount of money felt like um, a real milestone. So until we started learning about money mindset, until we started learning about investing in ourselves, we would make small investments that got us a little closer. And so we really wanted to be able to offer something where you could come and invest and then continue to invest in yourself in a way that felt right to you. And so we hope that you all see that this for us is really what we believe is in the high highest service of you all to be able to invest in a way that works for you and realizing that by continuing to invest in yourself, you're only going to get more and more out of it. And this is really just the beginning of what you're going to be able to do. And so joining this community and realizing there's so many more resources that can take you to that next level. And one thing that I say to myself all the time, I heard this on some podcasts and I will just repeat it to myself constantly is my professional success will never outgrow my personal growth. I'll never be able to grow more in my business, in my work financially until I grow myself. And so investing in myself will always be a priority for me. And I hope that you all have that same vision because I really believe that the only way Tali and I have been able to grow is by taking time to invest in ourselves, learn from others, invest in what other people have created and take that and apply it to our own business. So if this at all sounds interesting to you, if you are ready to get to that next level, to take that next step, to really invest in yourself, connect with other people, then we've built this for you. And we actually, you know, are are trying to walk the walk and talk the talk and really um, operate in service of our priorities. So we're actually only taking 12 private clients this year. We're only taking 12 people to work on their businesses with them one-on-one. And that's really so we can spend most of our time in service of our larger community, these larger groups of people like the women coming to the Women Working With event, like the women in the Level Up Club. We want to make time and be intentional about how we're spending our time to prioritize those things effectively. So you'll see we still have the offering for you to work with us one-on-one, but know that we're only working with 12 women this year. So if you're someone that would like to work with us, make sure that you prioritize connecting with us because we truly have designed our schedules and batched our time to only work with 12 women a year so that we can be in service of the Level Up Club and the Women Work and Worth event and make it the best it can be for all of you so you can continue to up-level in your career and take your business to the next level. So that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Are y'all excited for the new year? Everyone's nodding and saying yes. You just Everyone's nodding. Everyone's in their car, on the treadmill, <laughs> on the elliptical. Yes, Kate, yes. So if you have any questions about any of this, about the club, about the event, about the email templates that you can subscribe for, we absolutely want to hear from you. Again, this is a year where we're really prioritizing getting you the information you need, getting you the connections you need. So if you have any questions about anything, please email us at hello at mavenly.co. That's H-E-L-L-O at mavenly.co. See you on the flip side. See you in the club. Also, if you want to connect with us on Instagram, we're at Mavenly Co. And if you want to hear more podcasts from us, we are Women Work Worth or Mavenly Co. on iTunes. That's it. 
Happy New Year. Bye.